The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Welcome once again to a Came From the Radio, the official show of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me in the GHR studio. I have our very uh, own senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino. Yapa boya, it's Goya. <laughs> we have our very own Pronto Comics, Dominic <laughs> Definition Man Sperano. I got nothing after that one, man. That like, Yapa boya, Goya, Wang. He keeps Wango on, he Tango, keeps everybody. He's, he's, he's stumped, stumped you three weeks in a row. Now. Yeah, I know. Like, he just, he's, his, his whole mission is to mess me up when it's my turn to speak. Well, yeah. nicely done. Thank you, Charlie. Just actually, my whole mission is to have him stop saying that. Not going to happen. Oh, he's not going to do it. Happen. He's not going to do once, it. Once and you create your own language of one word, yeah. that's two. you can't. That's it. It's two words, yeah. yeah. That's not a language. Sure you just created it is. two words. It's a universal language. No, no, it's not. You can't have a universal language of, of two words of, of two, two words phrases. that only phrases. you know. Not even that only you know that are the That's same word, universal. just one in present tense and past tense. <laughs> yeah, you actually haven't even created two words. You just created hello in different tenses. I said hello and goodbye. What's the goodbye? Because you don't sign off with it. No, I don't. So <laughs> therefore, it doesn't matter. You probably should. And we also have from the GHR our very own. <laughs> Zambo the engineer. Hi. I'm not as much of a mess anymore. I just smell like bleach. <laughs> <laughs> or so, for you old, old world Italians, beyond the leaf. Hey, so there you go. this week we're going to be talking about Godzilla. The we already, Monsters. We're going just to so you know, we already have two hellos. we got one from Nathan Boo and one from uh, Greg Aosa. Hey. And he says, looks so, like you have some cereal boxes as a special guest today. Oh, yeah. Yes, we uh, do. Well, That's you on know. the uh, Facebook Lives, you guys Batman are Batman and Batgirl. Are That's right. Canadian Batman. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Godzilla, the new Godzilla movie. will be, uh, be a free-flowing conversation, oh, no. and spoilers may and most likely <laughs> will be mentioned. Um, we're going to be doing that. But before we do that, are we going to take it away with the news? We're going to take it away with oh, the great. news. The news. You know, I was having an almost a good day. So this will be really great. It'll bring me down down to earth. Just a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit. It's a good thing they have a bar here at GHR. I'm thinking I'm going to just take a couple yes. of shots of scotch. Okay. Yes. Just to get me through this. So the news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, of which we are the official radio show of celebrating over 22 years of comic book stuff and pop culture-ness. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com, and they're going to have the Little Big Apple Con in December. And, um, they have not announced who the guests are yet, but it will be in the New Yorker. The Little Big Apple the Con? The Little Big Apple Con they're going to yes, have in, in December, Indian a one-day show in the New Yorker. Okay. Yes. So that's Nathan. By the way, says it's been so long since Captain Crunch has been on the show, and I, th- I agree with him. I like yeah. Captain Crunch. We need to have him. Is he now first admiral, or did he get demoted? That's, that's a question. good question. I think he's now Admiral Crunch. He's been he's been serving as captain for a long time. Do you true. know? It's only if Kirk time. could become an admiral, if Picard can become an admiral, so can uh, Captain Crunch. Well, he likes I think traveling. So too. That's why he's not. For you know, sure. like Kirk didn't want to. Be an admiral and stay in. He, That's true. You want to like never job. give up that chair. Yeah, never. right. Exactly. Yeah. Too and damn I have a bit of trivia, being that I'm the senior correspondent. When Captain Crunch first came out, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I was there. I um, was it a proud day for his parents? Were they happy that he came out? Yes, yes, it was. And the the first box nice. was rainbow. Well, but Mark, anyway, it is Pride um, Month. It's Pride Month, Mark. Was there anyway, a snap yes, crackle and pop throughout the entire crowd? And, yeah, and remember baby. this, everybody, love is love. Love is so, love, is love. Secret anyway, LGBTQ plus icon Captain Crunch comes out today. So anyway, <laughs> they had on the back of the box, there was this mm-hmm. thing. You could send like 50 cents and get this whole Captain Crunch thing. It was a treasure chest that was a cereal bowl. In the Ooh, shape of a treasure chest, the spoon was a shovel. Actually really you got cool. a treasure map. You got everything. It was so cool. I sent for you it. You got cavities it, and diabetes from the cereal. Nice. Oh my god! And they're still getting diabetes today from it. I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. With the cuts of the roof of your mouth and all. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Mark, yes. you want to do the news? What are you wasting time for? <laughs> and also, we have you know, to have our uh, shout an hour, for our Patreons, oh, of which important. they are Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Millie Portes, Kyle Horn, Dresden Media, and Unjikun. Um, if you guys want to uh, donate to our little show, uh, just for a dollar a month, you get a holler for a dollar. I think go I to www.patreon.com. Just to jump ahead, I think I saw Godzilla take on Unjikun. In the movie, is, is that what I happened? think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah towards the end. No, no, new monster. That was Ken Watanabe. That's the I actor. Act, that's I the actually actor. talked to Danny Grillo oh. and oh. found out she wasn't a cousin of mine. Okay, I didn't. I'm not I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. Grillo, so. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that makes sense now. Yes, yeah. I think Daniela is from uh, I Argentina. With that, right? Yes, you should have. You should have led with that. Anyway, let's do. The Have you, wait, did you meet Unjukun yet? Yes, I did meet Unjukun. Awesome. He was at the Cradle Con. I and met did, him. Very nice guy. Did he confirm that you're saying the name correctly? Yes, he did. Yay! All right. So I was like, Woo-hoo. I was like, are you Unjukun? He goes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, actually, he didn't. He, he was like, yes. What, he, what he is his uh, heritage and ethnicity? Um, he looked like a white guy. Oof. He looked like a white guy. Yes. He was very shy, but a very nice guy. He was very shy. A shy was he pretty guy. fly? Pretty, so, huh. pretty shy for a white guy. So I yeah. didn't. So I didn't. I didn't pry. <laughs> but I was like, "Thank you for your support. I really appreciate it." He's like, "Oh, you were, you were, um, uh, you had rich." You better watch out. That can be cultural appropriation. So. You had rich on the show. I was like, "Yes, we did." And I was like, "Thanks." And then I, off, I, off I went. Off you'd fly. By the way, Greg wants you to take his dollar, Mark. Well, for all, if you really want to, you have to go to the uh, Patreon, www.patreon.com, and uh, look up "It Came from the Radio" in the search bar, and you can. Get your uh, dollar in that way, and you can be a Patreon. We mention you each week on our show. But let's go with the sad news. Sad news. Yeah. Uh, actor Alistair we... Browning died recently after a long battle with cancer. You mean Alistair? Alistair. Yeah, not, not Alice Star. Star. Oh, that's how I wrote it. Um, appeared in such films like, and TV who's shows. Who's Alice Star? As it's the, another person, Ali Star. Yeah, The Sullivans, uh, Shark in the Park, Homeward Bound, Hercules: A Legendary Journey, Young Hercules, Xena: Warrior Princess, uh, The Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers, and his sequel, The Return of the King, American Playboy: The Hugh Hefner Story, Siege, and The Broken Pepperwood Mysteries, just to name a few. Of note, uh, he also provided voices of some characters in Power Rangers Dino Thunder, Power Rangers SPD, and Power Rangers Dino Charge. Uh, he was a uh, spry 65. Now, who um, was he in The Lord of the Rings? Uh, so, uh, Dane something with a D. D-A something. Oh, I'm I so actually, glad that you know these movies. I had it written down, but I was like, nah, no one's going to ask me that. And then you did. Of course I did. So Who was he on, on uh, Hercules? No, that I didn't have. Oh, okay. I just had that he was well, like. What was his last name? Browning, you said? 
Browning. It was a uh, DA something. I didn't see the movie, so I don't know. I'm gonna look right now. You've never seen Lord of the Rings? I'll look no. right now. Oh, we've had right this now. conversation. Oh my yes. god! I've seen I The can't... Hobbit and the second Hobbit. Movies and TV shows. And I was gonna you didn't get see to the important one. <laughs> well, because <laughs> the reason I didn't see it was because I I was protesting the movie at the time Oof. when you it were first protesting came out. The movie. When it first came out, I was like, hey. How dare they make three movies expecting me to watch all three, not knowing if the first one is good. So that's why I didn't watch it. How many and Marvel movies have you watched were, now? They were three books, oh. Mark. Yeah. Three, three books. books. That's yes. why they made a trilogy. Yeah, fine. Good. Whatever. So I'm going to see it. And then when it came out as like the 12-hour edition, I was like, all right. So I'm going to have to sit down and watch all 12 hours in one shot because if I don't like it, I'm never going to finish watching this show. So I have to set aside 12 hours to watch the whole thing. And then The Hoppy came out, which was the prequel, and that's why I saw that first. There we go. But but you had no problem with The Hobbit since it was one book and they stretched it out the to three, three movies. movies. Oh, that movie, his, that movie his wasn't His character at all. name <laughs> was Damrod. I told you it was the DA something. I don't know who that is, though. In which? Da- uh, yeah. In uh, Return of the King and Two Towers. Yeah. You got a picture of it? I'm about to pull it up now. So, uh, let's oh, well. see. Moving on. I just want to say, as a man who worked in a movie theater and, and has a and show- Blockbuster. I and worked- Blockbuster. <laughs> and has a show about pop culture, specifically movie, TV, and comic book-based what you have not seen confounds me, sir. But what I've seen Crap. offsets, uh, offsets that stuff. N- no, not even close. Yeah, it's like pootie tang. It's awesome. <laughs> you're like um, you're like a culture unto yourself. Well, yes. There is there is pop culture, and there's, there's mark geek culture, culture, and then there's mark culture. That's that awesome. Be, yes. Is that what is, they meant by mark? One of Aragorn's rangers. Oh, okay. Mark, mark, right, rangers. Now I get it. Mark yeah. Coulson. Mark culture, yeah, I like that. I like oh, that. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh yeah, that wow. exactly. That was. All right, so uh, Markism. All right, so we're ready for yeah. the the first news. Uh, oh yes, music uh, cue. Yes. So from Sorry. from from the. Mm. You lower it and play it all the way through. Yeah. Just kidding. Give me a second. We're working on it. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, we're good. Punky Brewster. <laughs> All right, got from it. the I, I'm sorry, what else? Folks, I just don't know what happened. Okay, got it. From the what else is there left to bring back department? Punky Brewster, which ran from 1984 to 1988 on NBC, is looking to return to the small screen with original actress Soleil Moon Fry reprising her role as a now adult Punky as a single mother of three trying to get her life back on track when she meets a young girl who reminds her a lot of her younger self. Uh, Soleil was only seven years old when she got the role, and now at 42, is also serving as writer and producer of the series, along with original series creator David Dolkan and Emmy winner Jimmy Fox. This uh, is, so this they bring is... they bring this back, yet people are still waiting on Firefly. Yeah. Of, of note, uh, the show was so Firefly's popular dead. at oh, the time. I know, but they know bring that. this back. Well, yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, it's only one person. <laughs> I'm By the sure way, Nathan's the Firefly... like, he watches anime, but do you watch anime? I watched a little bit of anime. I saw the guys. So let me ask you something. Um, so, uh, yes. The, the show is going to be she's going to have a little kid. No, no. She's going to have three kids, and she meets a younger version of herself. Not time travel-wise, just a girl who reminds her of herself. Right. Now, remind me again. Now, Punky Brewster, she was an orphan. What was what was the deal Punky there? I didn't really watch she, it. Just, the song just said she's an orphan. I was listening. She I'm was talking to you. You think I'm listening to the, to the song? And she, I don't she know what's orphan. going on because all I hear is... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> she was an orphan. So, she's an orphan. She's she raised, hangs out with the old white she guy. She hangs out with an old white guy. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Hashtag me too. Yeah. She's <laughs> hanging out with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's a different uh, show. And then she grows up. Different show. That's right. She grows up. 
And she's and, still an orphan. And she's still orphaned. And well, then yeah, she, she's still that somehow, hasn't changed. And then she has three children and like is a single mother. Right. Are they gonna at least write in the backstory? Like hopefully she picked a, a winner of a guy and that the guy unfortunately passed. Yeah. Now, they, let's let's let's, let's, let's hope kill for him that off. at least. Let's, let's kill him off. Make now, a better after, show. After the third kid, <laughs> they did that with Sean Connery in that mother, unnamed right? Yeah. 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 All right. Don't just. Oh, I'm just saying. What a horrible message of like. This orphan grows up. She has no strong. Re- she has one strong male role model, but she grows. An old up. white guy. She has like an old white guy, but then she yeah, goes baby. and has like three kids with a loser. The loser leaves her or something like that. Would be terrible. And the That's kids, a horrible the message. The worst part: the kids have to bring their friend home and say, "This is my mom, Punky." Yeah, I know. <laughs> of, of, I don't know if I like the show already. This is a problem. Yeah, I'm of, not watching it. Of note, the show was so popular at the time back then, it got its own cartoon spinoff of sorts, which ran for two seasons on NBC. As well, uh, no word on when the series will air. I'm guessing it's probably going to be uh, on Netflix because you know they have the continuations of old shows on there. But I, I would be interested to watch it. I only saw the cartoon of Punky Brewster. I didn't watch the actual. Punky Great! Brewster. Don't make me watch this, yeah. Mark. No, it's not. It's not. I'm on, already. It's not, it's not. It's it's not on the list of stuff you have to watch and review. No, Thank you. No, sir, ain't gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Thousand points of light, not going to do it. Moving along. <laughs> From the, despite winning the weekend, it's still considered a disappointment department. Godzilla, King of Monsters, pulled in a disappointing $49 million in its opening weekend, oh, beating no. out Disney's Aladdin live-action remake domestically for the number one spot. It was a success. You know what? It's uh, a whole new put, world now that they beat out Aladdin. <laughs> to put... Oh, 40 days and 40 Arabian nights. To put things I into perspective. I blame Disney for not getting a hot enough Jasmine. Yeah. Well, people seem to like the, the former I'm sure. Pink Power Ranger. I'm I bl- sure I blame the great. stale CGI I, I plank it. of wood. Yeah. Um, that they called the genie. To put things into perspective, uh, the 2014 you mean Godzilla. Will Smith? Yes, Will Smith. Name him, but sure, yes. Um, <laughs> you know they're Disney. They could just like digitally resurrect Robin Williams somehow. <sighs> yeah, they probably own the studio yeah. of Light and Magic. Not gonna lie. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they did it for. Uh, what's why don't you just Cushing, digitally recreate so. the genie? Because they're going to do. They're they doing that with, with Lion King. Yeah. Just take all the same lines that that Rob. You have it on track. Yeah. And they just probably use, don't want to give him that money. Well, the, he's they, dead. They, Give it to his family. They don't want to give his family money. Did you, guys, did you, did you ever see like what happened between Robin Williams and Disney? Oh, I know they, they got pissed with him. They, yes, they, they screwed they him over, and he screwed, did. and it was this whole BS thing. That's so why, I'm pretty uh, sure they wouldn't want to deal with that. That's why <laughs> this guy, Dan Castanella, became uh, the genie for the second movie. Oh, okay. And the voice of the the cartoon. Doing his TV best story. Robin Williams yeah. impression. Yeah. Um, to put things back uh, in perspective for the Godzilla movie, uh, the 2014 Godzilla, which opened at $93 million and ended up with $200 million total in the box office. However, this sequel, the one that we're going to be talking about today, managed to rake in an additional $130 million overseas. Mm-hmm. So I think it's... So it did fine, but people are still, just expected They're still calling it a disappointment. They're, they're, they're hinting on the word flop. They're, they're really saying that this movie did not do... You the numbers that they had wanted to do. Why? I was reading some critic reviews, and I'm not going to lie on this one. The they, I think they didn't get it. Yeah, I, I don't think they got it, because in the one with Brian Cranston, there right. was not enough Godzilla. That movie right. was terrible. And it was okay. Was Definitely terrible. weak on the Godzilla front. Well, it was good enough that they made a sequel. Exactly. But they're well, also trying to two hundred million dollars, and they're also right. trying to build number two. They're also trying to build up for the Kong, Kong versus Godzilla yeah. movie, which, which is yes. truly coming. I don't think right. that'll be a um, good idea. I think it'll be fun, but I don't think it'll be a good movie. I think it'll just be fun. Well, this wasn't um, a good movie either, but yeah, this well, one was. We didn't get in, to that part yet. This, this one was enjoyable to me. 
We didn't you, get to the part of the show yet. But, <laughs> but hey, listen, you brought it up. In the critic side of this, to, to circle back to what I was saying, people were saying there was too much Godzilla in this movie. Really? Yeah. I thought there was not enough Godzilla. Nope. In this people movie. said in comparison to the old one and, and to the first one, I, mean, I think they there was, was too, too much, much Godzilla. Ghidra, or whatever they're calling him now. Mm. In my day, he was Ghidra, the three-headed monster. Ghidra, Ghidorah, Monsters are They changed Whatever. it. It, yeah? it, was, it was changed. It was Ghidra, Ghidorah. That's why in so the movie monster they used, formerly known as Ghidorah. That's why yeah. they used the <laughs> name. They just exactly. used all three names in the movie because. Oh, okay. So I guess that makes yeah. sense. Then. Is he also Gojira? Uh, uh, that's, that's Godzilla. Godzilla. That is Godzilla. That's the yes. Japanese pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, Gojira. Um, Got it. Moving along, from the he's not that fast after all department. Sonic the Hedgehog movie has been pushed back from its original release date of November of this year to Valentine's Day of 2020 due to the additional time needed to rework the almost universally hated look of the main character. Am I the only one that has an image in his mind of like Sonic knocking into something and the rings going flying right now? Yeah. I'm the only one? Yes. Or does everyone know? It looks like the animation uh, hit a wall and lost all its rings, so they have to start again. Um, Director Jeff Fowler says... Instead of zooming into theaters November 8th, 2019, the film will now jog into next year and arrive on February 14th, 2020. That is, of course, Valentine's Day. So make sure you take your sweetheart to see the most romantic movie of 2020. Who wouldn't want to cuddle up and watch a CGI spiny mammal clip with James Marsden? I knew that they were going to push it back because it was we just— We all knew because it was Because they said they were, gonna, they were going to redesign it, and I'm like, there's no way they're going to have it right. in time. But they didn't announce that they were going to move it— until now, which I thought was kind of interesting for them to, to sparse out the information. And then, now the thing is, what if this movie still is crap? <laughs> like, oh, they went through all this trouble and spent all this money of, of, of putting on, there's no way of this redesigning movie, the character. There's no way this movie won't be crap. <laughs> yeah, but they went through all garbage. the trouble to, to, to put it, like, if it was going to be crap anyway, just right. put it out and call it a day. But no, they're going to spend all this time and money to redesign the character, and it's they, still not going to make any They money. fear the fanboy petition, which but is already that's happening. That's what it is. It's but already like, happening. But they did it once to create the character. They'll do it again to fix the whole film. Yeah, yeah. basically, so yeah. I just, I just we want you to remake the film again. <laughs> do it yourselves. Are they going to have a yeah, the best another thing, petition? Yeah, <laughs> another there's, petition. There's, there's, there's going to be a petition for a petition for a petition. The one yeah, thing that, your, I'm petitioning people, your petition. Exactly. <laughs> all you people who think you are armchair executives sitting at home just watching social media, start <laughs> getting that petition ready. Yeah, just, right. just get it ready to launch because you're going to need it. Meanwhile, none of these people who <laughs> come up with these petitions could ever spend a day doing these jobs. Yeah. yeah. As much as we know that some of these executives are idiots, they're hardworking <laughs> idiots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, every... <laughs> they're smart in their field. They're just idiots with everything else outside of yeah. it. Like as Seinfeld said, they make... entertainment's just not their field. Yeah. yeah. But... They make money. But they're, they're there to make money. Do you think, like, these, par- these armchair like quarterbacks writing these petitions, do you think they could honestly take the level of... Beratement that they're getting from above <laughs> them yeah. to, to to handle. I, no, no, they can't. no. That's why they're sitting at home, like playing petitioning, yeah. petitioning and petitioning. and like sitting on social media and playing yeah. video games. And yep. if they ever did, they would be in a corner in their room. Go, oh, they'd be I'm crying. Sorry, I didn't mean it. Yeah, yeah. The they'd be they'd be shaking in the shower yeah. in a huddled fetal <laughs> position. Yeah. So moving exactly. along. Yeah. From the the next one. Oh yes. Department. You know what? Stan Lee. You hear, the, you hear him say that, you got to clap. Every time. That's right. There you go. 
Uh, Stan Lee's Powell Entertainment and uh-huh. Genius Brands International have teamed up to bring to life Stan Lee's superhero kindergarten, Ooh. a animated series built as Stan Lee's final creation before his passing in November 2018. Superhero kindergarten will star none other than Arnold Schwarzenegger as the voice of Arnold Armstrong, a gym teacher who is secretly also Captain Courage, a superhero who trains superpowered children. We got to get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. You got to lift with your legs. Stretch Armstrong. Do not lift with your back. Lift with your legs. I'm back again. Executives say, many years ago, Arnold Armstrong. Many no. years ago. You want you want to read it? No, <laughs> go ahead, read it. Many years ago, Arnold Armstrong was just an average gym teacher who acquired incredible superpowers when the Earth passed through an ionic dust field left in the wake of a mysterious comet. As a result, Arnold transformed into Captain Courage, one of the Earth's greatest protectors. For decades, Captain Courage traveled the planet, stopping evil in the name of justice and fair play. But... Five years ago, he faced his final battle against his arch nemesis, Dr. Superior, and in defeating his foe, Captain Courage was forced to expand all his powers. Arnold Armstrong was forced to end his career as Captain Courage and uh, until a massive explosion of super energy particles came raining down and rumors of superpowered children began surfacing. Now Arnold must serve humanity once again by working undercover as a brand new kindergarten teacher whose main task is to train this unique new generation of superpowered five-year-olds in secret. It's not a tumor. <laughs> you, were waiting, you were waiting the whole time yep. for me to finish that. Not a tumor. <laughs> um, <laughs> Deadpool co-creator and friend of the show, Mariana Nassizia's brother, Fabian, will serve as the series head writer. Um, as of this recording, no premiere date has been announced. Bum, bum, bum. So, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, kindergarten cop, superhero. That's pretty much what it is. I'm a cop, you idiot. Um, <laughs> you know the, who they should have play as arch nemesis? I remember I passed through. I thought you were going to say Sinbad. <laughs> no, Stallone. Uh. I passed through a Sinbad field of one really of those funny. carcinogen waste trucks, and I, can't, I came became sick man yeah you got lymphoma i think right yeah yeah ouch all right so finally last bit of news oh thank god thank god from the better change that from non-fiction to fiction department author naomi wolf of the upcoming book outrageous sex censorship and the criminalization of love who's afraid found of naomi herself wolf? found oh. herself in quite a pickle when during a radio interview it was mentioned that the aforementioned book is premised on a misunderstanding of the term death record, a 19th century eagle, eagle, English legal term. Wait, wait, what term? Death recorded. So it seems okay. that Naomi believed that the term meant to be executed, but in actuality means the exact opposite. According to a quick Google search, uh, being death recorded means that the judge was abstaining from voicing a sentence of capital punishment in cases where the judge foresaw that a royal pardon would be forthcoming if a proper death sentence were to be issued. It was, in other words, a death sentence in name only with no actual effect in law. The defense is wrong. Hearing the interview (laughs) clip, which can also be easily found online, you can clearly hear... You can clearly hear Naomi yeah. taken completely by surprise of this revelation. As she was asked, what is your understanding of what death recorded means? Followed by, I don't think any of the executions you've identified in this book actually happened. Um, the book was supposed to account several dozen cases of people being wrongfully executed just for being gay. 
Um, the publisher <laughs> of the book says, "We while we employ professional editors, copy editors, and proofreaders for each book of the project, we rely ultimately on the authors for the integrity oh. of their oh. research oh. and fact-checking. Oh. Despite this unfortunate Please error, we believe the Does overall the thesis of the book outrageous still holds. <laughs> we are discussing corrections with the author. The book is uh, set to hit stands in early July. Uh, early, early June, so it's due out this month. Are you sure? Oh, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, he's trying. Yeah. Try it? Hey, you want to yeah. go back? Yeah. Got it. Here we yeah. go. Ready? Please answer the question. Does the defense's case hold water? <laughs> so this, it's a two-minute clip. I'm just like I can't skirt through. Fast no, so, that, that was it. You just yeah. she's gonna answer it. Okay. Yeah, gonna answer no, it right, yeah, right there. I her... love her. Yeah, I love Marissa Tomei. She's the best Aunt May no. ever. The defense is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. All I so I wrong. <laughs> yeah. So she I'll was on the again. air being interviewed. <laughs> wow. And that happened. So that's. <laughs> yeah. So she based so an now, entire book on the idea that people were killed solely for being gay, which has happened. Right. On, but the cases that she But she used, just picked all the wrong cases all because from she, England. Because she thought the term but, death recorded meant that they, they were ouch. actually killed as opposed to not being killed. I, wow. I love the publishers. You know, oh, that we, they threw her under we, the bus? We, oh. we pay all these people to do this. Uh, and all he had to say is, and they didn't do their job. <laughs> right. And they didn't you know, fact the, check. He says, we depend on the... Yeah, they uh, threw right, the altar under uh, the bus. Yeah. Like, no, they just checked the spelling. Death recorded, spelled yeah. correctly, yeah, move along. So, yeah. so yeah. If, if you guys are interested... <laughs> I wish I had I, my slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are interested, I suggest you look at <laughs> the, uh, the interview. <laughs> it's a very interesting interview when it happened. I oh, I bet it you, is. Because the... It was just an amazing. It's just the look on her face and all. Well, the no, it was audio so, only. So oh, it was an audio oh, only thing. So you see, can hear I it. I would love to see the face of confusion, <laughs> a little bit of frustration, and then just the. And oh, then, no, and yeah. then I have up. one of those tapes there to see how how many inches a draw a jaw drop. drop. And I and I don't think like I don't think that's got to be better interview... than even watching like Jordan Peterson and Kathy Newman. Kathy Newman's face just like losing yeah. it as, he, as she loses the debate. <laughs> I I don't think that the uh, the interviewer meant to like get like a gotcha moment. I think he was generally curious about this, and because the way, like I said, the way it came across, he was like, "Oh, I'm just curious, blah blah." And she's like, "Uh," I was like, "Oh man, this is not good. Uh, this is not bail, good. Bail out now. Bail out now. So, so yeah. Quickly, blame the patriarchy. <laughs> bail out now. It's all, it's all men's fault. So yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's a good one. That's a, that's yeah. that's how wow. we're gonna end our news. So we're ready for our break. Uh, let me see the timer. How much time we got? Uh, what do we got? What do we got? We have currently we good? that oh, many. Oh, right, right on time. Yeah. All right. So we're going to every take once our, in a while a miracle occurs. So we're going to take our break. We'll be right back if we came from the radio. This is Gray Griffin, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. Hi, this is Suli from Face Off Season 2. You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hey guys, I'm Christy and I'm here to make the coolest custom cake for your next event. I also do cake pops, cupcakes, cookies, you name it. 
So if you're searching for the perfect birthday gift, preparing for your big day, or maybe there's nothing coming up, but your sweet tooth may have just given your brain a swift kick because of me. Give me a call at 631-606-8166 or follow me at Custom Cakes by Christy INC. That's K-R-I-S-T-Y. Thanks. Hey, I'm Mike Kingston, the writer and creator of Headlocks. And I am WWE Hall of Famer Jerry the King Lawler. And guess what you're listening to? You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self-publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com. That's E-N-V-O-Y dot S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com. Have a great day. Hey, this is Ty Monk, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy from The Last Dragon, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to It Came From The Radio. Where's the my... Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking. We're here talking. We're going to be talking about the movie Godzilla. Um, we were we were expecting something. We got distracted because of the awesome news that we just yeah, had. We, oh, we did. Yeah. You were watching, we, we just kept watching on, the, uh, I on think the Facebook our, Live I behind think the our, scenes. You can see what we were our talking discussion. about. <laughs> Our discussion but, in, the, yeah. in the break was, was, we're going to be, uh, was awesome. Do we have it? We don't have it. I can pull he's, it up. He's pulling it up. He's right. pulling it up. There we go. We're playing this because uh, Charlie got this stuck in my head right before we went on. <laughs> there he that, is. This is an older version. And he's That's an older oh, version. Oh, man. That don't count. Why is everything in sepia tone back in the 70s? That's how it looks. Yeah. It wasn't sepia tone. That was just It was just loud. That was just vintage. That's just how the Polaroid did it. smoke and the... That's the, yeah, that's just the smoke-stained everything, yeah. including the camera lens. <laughs> All right, so. I was um, at a birthday party many years ago, and it was this place in Brooklyn. I walked in. I swear to God, I felt I walked onto the set of Mean Streets. Oof. <laughs> and, like, it, nothing had changed. I was like, who's going to come out and call me a mook? The worst part is I still use that term, too. Mook? I love using it. It's such a fun little Not term. to be confused with Jamook. Yes. There's two, yeah. two different things. I, I, I use it on the lighthearted term. <laughs> I haven't used it in a while. I got to start calling people mooks again. You freaking mook. So, <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking about the movie Godzilla. So, Charlie, um, since you are to my right, did you see the movie and what did you think of it? You were around back yes. when the original Godzilla was around, right? <laughs> yes, I was. Way All right. Thanks First for birth from that, that water. Way to just call the man old. Well, he yeah. is our senior correspondent. So I was, um, yes, I was. Who wouldn't like, like having wood, no and television? First, <laughs> let me tell you something. The first movie was... To say the least, and I'm understating this. When you say the very, first movie, you mean the very first Godzilla? Very dark. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking okay. with, I'm talking with the original one without Raymond Burr. In tone or in color? Yeah, it yeah. was very dark. And then they, oh, Godzilla! Yeah, and then they <laughs> kitted him up basically. Yeah, they they tweaked it and they put an American star in because it was doing right. it would have did great here, which it did obviously. So, um, but very dark. It was like. Uh, you were actually a little scared when he moved because it was very slow, and most of the times you saw the shadow, and it was like, uh, but in the years coming in the 60s and stuff, it started getting campy, as we yeah. all know. Yes. Um, and that's that's when I really was watching it, because I was a, a, a younger child when that movie the junior came correspondent out. so now i was a, <laughs> now i was a kid enjoying the godzilla thing freshman correspondent a lot of the godzilla was, verses you know, right and uh 
what a thrill for me to meet the guy in the suit. As yeah, you know, yeah. Remember that? May he rest in peace, yeah. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I thought this was enjoyable. I'm not going to say I, I, I immensely, I loved it. I, you know, you know. It's no skyline, but what <laughs> I, um, I I just thought it was they should have stayed with a main plot um, instead of five plots. Instead of five plots, they should have just had them battling out. That was what was great about the old. There was just fighting. I mean, and even though in the Ghidra one back in the '60s, they did play ball. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, they, did, they yeah. played baseball. They got a little baseball game going there. Um, Godzilla but, playing baseball. I gotta yeah, see that. I remember that. Yeah. Doing, but this way, I think they they did an homage. Zabo, to that, can you bring had, that up? They had everything <laughs> happening in Fenway Park. Yes. Godzilla yes. playing yes. baseball. Yes. Oh, so, yes. Um, anyway, I I didn't. I enjoyed it, but not as much as I could have if all the BS. No, it's all Hideki Matsui. <laughs> yeah. Damn. It's it's. Um, but I could do like this. I said. It was a good movie. I mean. Um, Marianne, our armchair co-host. Yes. Uh, I have, she says. She says that. Um, that sounds something like her. She thought the the family dynamic wasn't necessary. If you're a Godzilla fan, uh, you will love it. It's basically the, the sequel monsters. to the 2014 movie. Yeah. Um, it uh, <laughs> and proves that Godzilla has protected humans from, and she puts Mutos, and then what it means is massive. Unidentified terrestrial orgasms. Ooh, you know? organism, and, and not orgasm. <laughs> he knows what he said. <laughs> I know what I said. Yeah, I know, baby. I know what I said. That's orgasms. Just... Because yeah, baby. Every time you going back that, to Punky Brewster again. <laughs> going back to the, the old white mai with the, the orphan. That just yeah, that baby. just got kinky and disgusting and really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Someone. what a mind you have. Apologize to everybody. <laughs> I so, have no apologies. <laughs> so, Dominic, what did you think Oof. of the movie? Um, I think they could have saved a lot of money by just not having any humans in the cast whatsoever. <laughs> or because if it was just extras running away. Just extras running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one like, actually made I mean, how much did they pay Millie Bobby Brown? She didn't need any of that a money. A lot of money. They didn't, she didn't do anything. She was useless. It's because of Stranger Things. Yeah, That's Stranger why. Things. She's, yeah. you know. As, as, All you know, respect to her, though. It, she is a good actress, but... She didn't need to be in here. I have a feeling that to rip off Howard Stern's like, yeah, well, you know, I got Millie Bobby Brown a ton of money for this thing, and all she had to do was five days of filming. Like that's really what it was. No, the suits are wrong. The suits are wrong. She needs the money. She had a Dominic Sperano level quality of 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 a A cameo on on the movie. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Wait, listen. This is what the movie paid way more. (laughs) Yeah, she got paid more than I did. Um, (laughs) She got paid way more than I did. I think I got a muffin. That was about it. Nice muffin. Yeah, it was was a good muffin. I'll tell you that much. It's good. Um, Honestly, though, like this is what the movie should have been. No human cast whatsoever. You have only two humans doing voiceovers. The first being Charles Dance, the guy who plays sort of the villain but turns out not to be really be the villain. Right. Uh, he just narrates it like a nature documentary on Nat Geo. That's amazing, though. Right? Here you see Godzilla in his natural habitat swimming alone. Yeah. Now he's taking on another apex predator named Gojira. Uh, sorry. Uh, whatever, what's with Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Ah, and then you see them battling for dominance. Let's watch carefully. So you have Keep that. Your distance, and but then, before they it looks square like up, is gearing up right. for a large. Chart. Before you square up, not Michael Buffer. He's gonna. You get Bruce Buffer from the UFC. 
to do like the intro well, calls. Let's get like, ready for Muto. Basically, he's like, it's like time. Yeah. In this corner, you have, and then he just lists, and then boom, and then you have. The, then the, you have the, the movie. Right. You could do it within an hour. It would cost you way less. You could even do better special effects. The whole to be thing honest, would be great. It probably costs in the same if you get one of the buffers, though. Buffer, yeah. the no, buffers no, Bruce are, Buffer. He's, he's, you know. A little the, bit the lesser. It costs more if you have him do the Buffer 360. Mm. The but we buffer. don't because we just need a voiceover. But we just need you the really one. don't need yeah. any voices. It's very well, you, dry. You need, yeah. They're out there. They see somebody's pissing them off. They're fighting. They fight. a, fight. a little you bit know, of gas. A little bit of gasps. They got some running and fear. You, know, you don't need to know Mothra's the, the good guy. You know that. Yeah. yeah. Mothra's the good guy. God's helping Godzilla. Rodan is the, you know. Eh. Rodan's the, the star scream of, of, right, of right. them. <laughs> so, I mean. He really, I'm watching the end, and he's, he's like, he's bowing I'm to Godzilla. Godzilla looks at him like. You done I messed up, you son. I know. Yeah. And he's like, I'm really sorry. Well, I was like, kill him. Kill I'm him. sorry, Galvatron. I'm sorry. <laughs> kill him. Yeah. I was going to kill yeah. him. You, you know he's not going to be time. Good. Yeah. He turned <laughs> once, he could turn again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so you, you found me for the last time. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? I, I'm just a fan of just big monsters and big things being broken. This was okay. By all means, listen. If you're um, gonna destroy a city, Boston's a good city to Boston's destroy. Great, but it, yeah. it's it's not a good city to destroy. That when the first camera pan is everything's intact, and then the next camera pan is everything's destroyed. There was no in between. I want to know yeah. when did Washington D.C. go underwater? When did that happen? Uh, I, I turned to, during stuff. I turned to my lady. I'm like, when did Washington D.C. suddenly get flooded to the level that you could have battleships when and air destroyed? They they mentioned <laughs> it that it was a, a an event and, and I want to know over. Yeah, they and did. The more important thing I want to know how could every star be under those tremendous monsters and not get stepped on oh yeah wasn't that that's the you thing that about amazed it was me. bambi versus godzilla yeah bambi they were flying all oh, watched it and the foot come uh, i don't know it's weird so yeah i, I that, that's how i thought i thought it was okay at best um, yeah but was it, was it like more a... enjoyable than the first one yes yeah. no definitely it was, listen you go you it was just fun to watch them do the big monster fights. Absolutely, there's that, no that need for any human being yes, in this movie. Exactly. Thank you. That's the if way I were to cut it for TV, I would literally cut out all the human interaction scenes, minus yeah. maybe one or two, just to keep the, and, and the, like the, Marianne the people said, that are that there's the people here going. Thing about I don't know. It was it was really like completely I, I useless. The only thing that I found really the. Like I'm watching this with my lady. My lady's watching it. She's never seen a Godzilla thing in it before, and she can call everything that was about to happen. It oh, was yeah. so paint by numbers and cliche. The only thing that I found that was interesting, the idea, which they, I think they would be really cool if they did like a really, really long ago prequel, mm -hmm. is this ancient civilization that in the Hollow Earth that worshipped yeah. Godzilla. That I'd cool. like to know more about. Yeah, like some That'd form kind of, of alien like race that's under the on, like yeah. underground. Yeah, Atlantis. That essentially, that, it's Atlantis. Yeah. yeah. Um, it would be funny. It would be interesting to watch. Yeah. yeah, they they worship and they and they covet like, yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla and prequel. They, yeah, and why he goes like what happens? Like, you know, fall yeah. of Atlantis and Godzilla no, no, going he, into being dormant. See, Godzilla actually needs to be female and starts laying eggs into the New York City subway. Well, Godzilla. <laughs> Matthew Broderick comes along as right. Like Godzilla was supposed to be analyzer. an asexual creature. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't care about that at all. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. remember they were yeah. they were nesting. Well, in right in time for yeah, Pride Month, Grand Central, Madison. Yeah, Madison Square Garden, and I think. Grand Central, they had yeah. some yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. So, in the annals of Godzilla, does everyone just ignore the Matthew Broderick movie like that never existed? Actually, yeah. I don't because there was a Japanese sequel released shortly after that one to literally beat the crap out of the American Godzilla. It's called one. Godzilla Final Wars, and yes, um, they had introduced that character, and his name is Zilla because mm -hmm. they got rid of the god because he's not worthy of that title. Yes. And Godzilla came and just. 
smacked yep. him and killed him. Literally, that is just awesome. literally just a f- five finger open hand, just whoosh, gone. Yeah. It's like it you're not great. really Godzilla. Yeah. I gotta tell you this too. Looking at that picture of Godzilla, Godzilla, yeah. Godzilla could go on a diet. Uh, a little bit. Little Godzilla's bit. a little on the hefty side. He's he's got a little gas buildup. You know, yeah. he's, maybe he's maybe a good chunk Trump's of gas. Triceps exercises. Well, he lost he did his get, neck a little. He did get juiced up. You know, with the that's true. Stuff. With the, with the nuclear bomb, I think bomb, he's yeah. juicing a little. You know, he's yeah. a, he's a little barrel chested. He could be a little leaner. Maybe he's a yeah. little. Unless no we're going neck, for classic you know. like WWF style here, where they're big armed and barrel chested. Then good point. Then I understand. Then I understand yeah. how the situation yeah. is. Good point. But but I just say, everybody, go to the sixties. And go, to go, to go to the 60s. Go to the 60s right now. Yeah, Jump. baby. Yeah, Get yourself baby. a DeLorean. Jump yourself right. into a TARDIS. Wibbly wobbly. Watch Ghidra the Three-Headed Monster. Watch that movie. And the battle scenes, there's no humans involved. And I, I enjoyed that more, more than these battle scenes because, again, the humans are not necessary. You know. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so take yourself back. Get yourself a pin particle. I was always a yes. fan of a guy in a rubber suit. Mm-hmm. I was always a big guy. Well, listen, man, what I you do that. in your own time love, is I, your own business. I love yes. Call yeah. the police. Yeah. Um when we when we had the new, Do you have a rubber suit yourself? No. Okay. When we had the new Godzilla the, room. the Matthew Broderick one, I was yes. extremely disappointed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But as a monster movie, it was it was halfway decent. But as a Godzilla uh, film, it was the worst. I, I, film. I admit, the worst, worst. Godzilla film from the Four, 90s was yeah. my first. And I was ah. like, okay, this was all right. You never forget your first. But well, that doesn't mean I didn't like it. And I, and I really didn't. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool for... Yeah, that's what Maybe, many many I'm young like, lady has this, said this, too. Yeah, exactly. It had lots of problems. It had a lot of. It seemed like it could have been good, and then and French told me, "Well, yeah. if you like that, try go the, see, try the, the originals." Original. And yes. I'm like, "What? These are so much better!" Yes. And then that's just kind of how my love for giant monster movies like Pacific Rim and everything so just then, came to be. Then they came out with the 2014 Godzilla, the American version, mm-hmm. and it was not a guy in a rubber suit. It was one of the first times that the Godzilla that I grew up on mm-hmm. was not a guy in a rubber a suit. Yeah. Uh-huh. At least so on screen. Yeah. I was I was I was I was hesitant. I was like, Godzilla a guy should always in a be a suit with balls around him to do the motion. Still capture. a guy in a suit, just it, not the suit you expect. Right. Yes. Well, it you it know, should it should be that. But I was very disappointed with that Godzilla movie. It mm-hmm. wasn't good. It didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Although the Godzilla stuff in that Godzilla movie was so awesome. Yeah. In that okay. movie. Yeah. yeah. So now this one, I'm like, all right. And I saw it. And I'm like, this is the greatest Godzilla movie ever in the history of ever. I loved it so much. Um, it actually, I, I finally gave in to saying that a CGI Godzilla was, was fine. I've accepted it as, as a thing. We're talking about the, what? 20, future, this, like, this one this right one? now. This one right now. You just said one. that this movie is the best Godzilla movie ever? I thought this was an amazing film. It you know was what's funny? action-packed. It had all the, the, the throwbacks to all the old, um... Um, Somewhere um, my lady's going like, yep, damn called it. I knew you'd like this movie. I didn't like it. I loved it. You know how I knew that I, that you were going to love this movie? How? Because it's terrible. <laughs> and you only like terrible, terrible this movies. This movie was so What Mark is good. saying is what we're saying. Keep the humans out of it. Let the monsters fight. You know, That's it. it. That's I what mean, I think. It's, Screw it's, the humans. Keep them out of they it. They need to have something to keep the, the, the movie no, grounded. They did. I no, did, no, you I don't. I could have did. You have We're to talking about a nuclear monster. So what grounding? Better. 
if they didn't have the you the have people. to have some type of story and I, even if it's just a, a flimsy little line that gets you from point A to point B which probably just really was in this, one. this from the guy who like sees one small thing I get pulled out of the movie there's glaring the problems with thing, this movie and you're like I loved it the only thing that that almost almost pulled me out of the movie was a uh, well actually it was two things number one that the lead, Kyle Chandler, who I'm a, a big fan of, is, is acting. He was, he was on a TV show I really enjoyed. Friday Night Early Lights. edition. Yeah. Oh, early edition. Oh. That was that was where I know him from. Wow. I love that show. And tomorrow's his news name today. was Mark. And it's very rare that I see or watch anything that has an, a movie called Mark. So whenever I'm watching a movie and then they yell uh, Mark, I'm like, it's kind of like, jarring. Mark. So that was that almost pulled me out, but it didn't. For that. Okay. And the second thing was that at one point in time, Mark. Had the ability to move really fast. He pulled the lowest lane in a Man of Steel, where she was able to run around the entire metropolis, being wherever she needed to be, thanks to plot convenience. So Mark had the power of right. plot convenience because at plot one point Nikes. he was outside of the submarine, and in the next scene he was inside the submarine. Mm. And I was like, well, maybe the door was closed. I, I could give it a little, little leeway of how he got from outside. Like inside. he wasn't on the other so, side of the city, away from the submarine. He right. was just outside of it. And yeah. then the next scene he's inside. He was inside. It. So I'm like, maybe right, he ran. Give it a little. I'll give it a little. So those are the only two things that really yeah. almost pulled me out. But I was just those so, were the only two things. Yeah, I was so it was so excited. I was so well, into this movie about uh, everything that that the monsters were doing, all the uh, callbacks of the original stuff, like the twins. Um, I thought that was really cool. And I was reading a, um, a, a review of this, and they're like, "Oh, well, what was the point of the twins?" So I'm like, "Well, they don't get it because it was a callback to the to twins the of Mothra, one. right?" Mothra, but the fact that she had a twin sister. Mothra. That Remember was when just they used to sing? yeah. That was and they just were this big. yeah. So that was yeah. that was for that. And then I'm sitting there thinking like, wow, Ghidorah was was so such a great bad guy. And the fact when they were gonna first fight, and you see Godzilla charging up his atomic breath, and he's gonna do it, and then he misses. I was like, oh my god, he misses. That was so awesome because it was so cool. I was I was I was it was Kid Mark who was just loving every single minute of that movie. I've determined something. Yes. You have bad taste. Well, so listen, <laughs> this is what, what we were saying. Is it Mark? What, what did you say? Um, Mark culture. Mark culture, yes. Mark culture is bad taste. It was well, so good. So good is bad. It goes all the way around. It's so, uh, it goes all, so bad. It goes whoop right around well, we're to how all good it was. Saying, I, I know Dominic's saying it. In the beginning of this movie. In the movie, beginning. There was they, darkness. They should have They should have um, just showed Washington... They should have showed all the stuff that they surprised us with, and there should have been a narrative of what happened. And now the monsters are we moving thought we to could point stop zero, it. and then that's it. You don't need anything else. Monsters no. moving to point zero. There's going to be a battle, the Battle Royale. I'm sticking with what I'm saying. Get Charles Dance, just narrate it like a na- nature documentary. Yeah. I, 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 just pull I, a David Attenborough and I just, just do the whole thing. I still Look, think you need some type of human element. It doesn't have to be a big human element. That just, is the human element. <laughs> Someone's not, narrating it. You're not going when you see Godzilla. Because I don't want to go see Godzilla. They I don't want to see. I don't want to see the movie Humans and Godzilla. Right. I want to see Godzilla. I think they were necessary to for exposition. I can't believe that stuff. you like this movie when clearly they did two things. One, I bet you didn't see either. In fact, I know you didn't see one. They take basically the villain of Game of Thrones, I.e., the Zone. Khaleesi. And they take the same motivation. I'm going to make a better world. I don't care how many people I got to kill. Mm. It's so because I'm right and everyone else is wrong. Yeah. And then they put that on top of the same villain uh, motivation as Thanos. Uh, no, not Thanos. The same villain motivation as Samuel L. Jackson 
in uh, what's the movie? Kingsman? Kingsman? The Kingsman. I didn't see that Basically, either. we're destroying the world. Humanity has to die because it's all our fault. Mm. They take those two things, they put it together. Here's how the villain is. Mm. I didn't see either one of those two movies. That's so, see, so there you go. There you go. Uh, and then another, and you're another, infuriating. Another good thing is that because I don't watch trailers. Some of the stuff that was in the trailers, I saw it for the first time in the big screen. I was like, this is even more awesome. Like the whole shadow of um, Rodan going over the crowd. That was a callback from the original mm-hmm. yeah, Rodan. Yeah, a lot of it mm-hmm. was beautiful. And where was the human element there? It was beautiful. They had some humans I in the old movie. Like One that, of, because if you see the original Rodan, yeah, he passes you. Forget it. Up until the village is done. Up until this Godzilla movie, one of my, one of my favorite was uh, Godzilla versus uh, King Ghidorah. Um, it, was, it had time travel in it. It was really cool. I love mm-hmm. time travel. You put time travel in Godzilla movies all together. And so you had a human element in there to just keep the story going. Um, I love Biollante was another one of my favorites, and it had a human story in it. So it, it is there. And then the one we mentioned earlier, The Final Wars, they took The Matrix and they smushed it into a Godzilla movie, and it was awesome. So I think you do need some type of, of narrative beyond just them fighting each other because then it's not a movie it's just an animation and it's not people aren't going to go pay to see that no no I, I don't think that they're going to I don't think it would well as as we've it, seen Mark, the movie the Mark movie was wrong. a disappointment in the words, in the words of our president wrong the movie was a disappointing 49 million dollars I I think this movie I would have loved it if it didn't have any humans in it they were completely I'm and totally st- necessary. I'm st- I think little to none. Little I to think none. it was it was just the right amount because what I'm if finding, we look at what I find interesting though, go ahead. What I find interesting in a, in a larger sense of of what's happening is why are there these movies and mo- and and shows now that are painting essentially single women, single white women as the ultimate villain who wants to destroy the world for utopia? <laughs> what's going yeah. on with that? I don't know because it's happened now in like the past three weeks. I'm not kidding. You have you have Emma Clark's character uh, of Daenerys in in Game of Thrones. Okay, right? She basically like she's a slow walk to to a psychopathic behavior, and just I'm going to destroy the world, and make right. it new in my image. And now you have uh, well, Vera, Thanos did that. Uh, it's slightly different uh, because Thanos does does it, but he does it in a different, different way. Different right. way. He he's like he has this conviction of not creating like. Utopia, right. as much as like, no, I'm just going to reset stuff right. and leave okay. it alone. Fair enough, fair enough. These two characters are like, no, 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 it's going to be like a great utopia. We have to right. do this. We, and they have this grand vision. And then you have Vera Farmagia's character, who's the same level of stupid. It's like, I know better than everyone else. We need to destroy the planet in order to save us because humanity is horrible. The defense is wrong. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. What is with this now? This is the second time I've seen it in three weeks. But I predict course, it's going to happen more. Of course, you have to think that I these movies were made a long time ago, and therefore, when they were being in production, I yeah, got to tell you, the, that time. the only thing I like the human element in this movie is when John Madero just said nobody would die if there are no humans. Oh, that's some deep yeah, stuff that's, right that's there. A good one. That's, 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 just, that's deep. Anyway, that's, that's deeper than the submarine in, in the movie. The deeper only, than the Mariana the Trench. Deeper yeah. than the submarine that was a nuclear submarine in the the Matthew Broderick Godzilla that was in the the East River. Ooh, Ooh. Was a, that that did, no. There was a submarine in the giant behemoth. So. That was it. That was deeper than apparently the. Uh, but the, yeah, we got so of the spin-offs of Godzilla back in the day. Yeah. The giant behemoth, the beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms, yeah. uh, Gorgo. Yes. You know, yes. Gorgo. Which I love. 
But anyway, oh, um, what I'm saying, the only human element I liked is when the guy just looks up and says, let's fight with him. And oh. all you see is him charging and, then the hell of the and the airplanes. airplanes yeah, that, that was good. Was yeah. That was that awesome. Was but you know what the human element I liked in this movie? Bradley Whitford. He had the best lines. Yeah, he he was fun. He's, I record everything, man. He was he was no, he was it, funny. He was taking his work. From, that was um, funny, right? Kevin yeah, in the woods. <laughs> right. That was him. And Kevin yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It was that same guy. He went same over kind there. of concept. Yeah. Um, he was I, like his his lines and his mo- everything in that that was funny. He was cool. But I'm telling you, um, Mark the the movie Mark. <laughs> movie Mark. He was he was beyond <laughs> unreluctant unreluctant as a hero, and he was boring. He was yeah. just absolutely boring. I don't know. That, and turning uh, Vera Farmiga into the into the big like bad of the movie, and, it's like, oh, that was just stupid too. And the, and the, Millie Bobby Brown, she better like start acting because you can't live on your cute looks forever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Man. And, uh, Man. And um. Yes. What's his name? They went. You know, they should have kept more of him instead of dying. Blowing up the atomic Cranston. bomb next to Godzilla, they should have kept him in the movie. I liked oh. him because that was a throwback. Yeah, that yeah. was a definite throwback. So he was explaining what's happening. That's all you would have need. He but, sacrificed himself in the original. But, he sacrificed himself to yeah. kill Godzilla right. in the nineteen fifty four version, hmm. and in this one, he sacrificed himself to yeah. have Godzilla. Anyway, <laughs> this movie um, couldn't decide whether it was a monster movie, uh, a disaster movie. Um, a human drama, a human drama, movie. a or family getting back or together. Or let's get your kid into acting movie. Get a kid into acting movie or an ecological disaster. Like it was ecological so many things, apocalypse. it was nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it should have just been the basic thing. What it was titled: Godzilla, King of Monsters. So yeah. this brings me up to one point that I want to mention quickly before we run just out of one. time. Um, the fact that the fight was so amazing between Ghidorah, Rodan, that it was, Mothra, it was a great fight. All the monster fights were the fantastic. fights were fantastic. It makes me think. How how are they gonna top this with a King Kong fight? There's is not gonna be a good movie. It's not gonna be a good fight because there's just no way they can top this fight that they now, had. Did you see Skull Island? I did not see Skull Island. Aha! Which which was weird because Do you see anything? Because it had Brie Larson in it, Samuel L. Jackson and Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, that is kind of funny actually. Now that I you had think no about idea. it. Yeah, that <laughs> is kind of funny. The big monster universe. I know. And the Marvel universe. And the Marvel, yeah. So I just thought that was weird. But well, first of all, I yes. thought Skull Island way better film than this. Okay. Oh yeah. Good, really good prequel. Way way to really set up the whole idea of this monster universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have basically Godzilla taking on. Uh, they have King Kong basically taking on a Godzilla esque monster in yeah. the movie. Breathe yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. I think he brought. Did he breathe fire? It was something I like remember, that. Did he? But it was, they were called Skull Crawlers or whatever. Yeah, okay. So he's. T- so you. God, they, I like they, that movie. They a lot. prefaced it. With uh, that, like he's what if Kong can beat the the you know the absolute snot out of one of those? Right. Him and Godzilla is going to be a formidable battle. Right. You know what I mean? If you're going to think about it that way, so yeah. at least the setup that they did is know. enough to almost be like, okay, this could possibly work. This could possibly you, you look work. At, yeah. Possibly you look at is King the key Kong word versus, in that statement. King Kong versus King Ghidorah. Who would mm-hmm. win? King Ghidorah. I, I don't I don't see any type of way that that King Kong can beat Ghidorah. Not gonna happen. Well, listen, let's oh, face therefore, it. Godzilla, Godzilla wasn't gonna win King Ghidorah unless he got he, unless he, he, he had, had the steroids. Help. He had help. Yeah, he had nuclear steroids. I'm like, I don't. I, I just don't see it. Basically, well, Godzilla is a juicer. We have, he looks yeah, like yeah. he's juicing now. He's juicing. Yeah. Well, juicing. if you've seen the original King Kong versus Godzilla, they they oh, was yeah. prediction time. The, the, the juice. King yeah. I, I think I think yeah. Ghidorah is gonna Godzilla come back. Godzilla would never have gone past the USADA standards. You know what the funny thing <laughs> he about piss dirty about that was what? King Kong versus Godzilla. It's the first time you saw 
King Kong, Mighty Joe Young. Oh, yeah. It's the first time you saw a gorilla, a guy in a gorilla suit. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you were used was, to seeing Godzilla. animation, yeah. But with, with King Kong, that's yeah. why people, a lot of people didn't buy it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so final thought, we're at uh, um, 55? Yeah, 55. So, yeah, 55. Charlie, final um, thought of the movie. I, I would go see the movie, but uh, again, it would be a lot better if they took the human element out of it. Sambo, final thought of the movie. Roughly the same as Charlie. Go see it. Form your own opinion. Don't just take our word for it. Take it yourself. No. Don't go to Rotten Tomatoes. You can hit the... Uh, dun, da, da, da. Dominic, final thought? Uh, watch it on YouTube clips. <laughs> really? Watch the breakdown of the fight scenes on YouTube. Watch it when Save it yourself some money. Or go <laughs> see it like on like a special, uh, like, a, like a, a matinee special or something. Or wait for the DVD. Or wait for the I, DVD. I say Red this box. was, if you're a Godzilla fan, if you love the, the action, um, there was, um, you think of Pacific Rim? And the complaint you know, that was too, been, many, too, much, too much humor in action in Pacific Rim. I love Pacific Rim. They should have built some Jaegers to take down all the monsters. I'm looking for that would have been great. It, been it is made by Legendary, yeah. so it is possible they can have that. They just got to get Guillermo but del Toro The moment back. in Pacific Rim when she's like, hold on, she hits the sword and he has a flaming sword, mm-hmm. the like lover of Voltron, that I'm like, that is amazing. Yes. Yep. yep. So I, we need I, that. I, I completely love this movie. It is actually this movie. It, it's, it, it's fighting for the best movie I've seen so far this year. It was it was that good to me. Well, I just I just loved it so much. Mark culture is <laughs> let, me, let me just say this: the action is fantastic. The action is fantastic. Great, great action. And, and if I, you're and gonna watch it, had, it, watch had it enough, for the monster fights. It had yeah. enough action. It yes. wasn't a uh, bare minimum. It was, and you could tell what was going on, as as the problems of um of uh, the Transformers, mm. because you couldn't tell what was happening. And once again, Transformers had too much human stuff, not enough robots fighting. I felt, I personally felt, it was a. Uh, uh, a balance of what of what happened. So um, that about does it. Real quick, though, yes. The Bitten Apple was saying they're wondering if the Martha song was in the new movie, and also said Raza Gould from Batman's whole thing is that the world needs to be destroyed in order to be fixed. That so, depends on the version of Raza Gould, number one, who's playing him, number two, and number three. I don't care. So the, the <laughs> actually they did have all the music cues of all the characters in the movie. They had a lot of fan service on there. So if you good. were if you were back there for the old stuff, you're like, oh my god, they had this, they had that, they had this, they had that. Really good. Um, so that about does it for this Wasn't week on Radio. Really does it really <laughs> Join us right here and every week on this radio station. Um, if you miss any part of this show, tough. Go to our website, www.itcamefromradio.com. The Star Archives will be up in a week or so. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter. Um, we have a Instagram. Um, we have a... Oh, yeah, make sure you join us on our Facebook Live, as we are right now, uh, 3 <coughs> o'clock every Wednesday. And uh, check us out on such places as Beyond the Dawn Studios or such places as... Are we ready? Here we go. And... Go! Overcast, Pocket Cast, iHeart, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker or Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Soundcast, Acast, Castbox, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Podmust, or... <sighs> Just Google it came from the radio. And we will see you next week. Take it Godzilla! You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.